Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The journey far from over. I'm obsessed with this game. Enough is never enough. It's about taking it to another level. The only direction is to rise. Everybody in their opinions, they don't deposit at the bank. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. We are giving away $10,000 a day, the KJM 10K a day giveaway, $2,500 every hour, 10 minutes past the hour. We're going to give you a winning word. You text it to 777000. Last hour, at 10 minutes past the hour, the winning word was love. So someone... Texted love, L-O-V-E, to 777-000 and won 2500 bucks. We're going to find out who it was, you know, pretty soon. But this has been going on for how many? Was this the 10th, 11th show we've been doing? Weeks. We've given over, away weeks over 100 now. grand to, to over 25 different people. Right? No, what did I just say? <laughs> it's been going on for a while, people. and it continues to go on for No, no, over 40 December people. 7th. What am I saying? Anyway, the point is a lot of people are winning a lot of money. And we're doing it through the end of the show, December 7th. Um, this is Keyshawn J. Willemax brought to you from the sea- by live from the seaport brought to you by Grey Goose. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Key, there's a lot to uh, read here. First day right. back after no, I, Turkey. It's all good, man. You've been drinking a little goose. That's yeah. all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so last night, this, one of the good things about a plane delay is I get to watch the whole late game, basically. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'll tell you what, he looked good early. He threw a couple interceptions, but wound up with that rib injury, had to leave in the fourth quarter or going into the fourth quarter with the rib. Couldn't do it. He was obviously in a lot of pain. But look, the Packers, they put up a good fight for a while. The Eagles were just better. Anyway, after the game, Rodgers said this on the game-ending injury for him. That's ribs. Um... And it was in the first half, and then got kind of re-aggravated in the third quarter. Just having a hard time breathing and rotating my upper body. So I was worried uh, about punctured lung as well. So I wanted to get that checked out. Um, get a scan tomorrow. Is there a possibility you might shut it down for the rest of the season, Aaron Rodgers? I don't think so. You know, as long as I check out fine tomorrow, I'll uh, expect to play this weekend. As long as I check out okay tomorrow. 
Um, you know, I might not be able to go Wednesday, but I'll, uh, as long as there's no, no major structural damage, I'll uh, try and get back out there. He was 11 of 16 for a buck 40 with two TDs before he left the game. Here's the question, guys. Is it time to sit Aaron Rodgers to take a nice, I got five games left. You need to find, to know what you got in Jordan Love. You spent a first round pick on him once upon a time. Do you want to take a nice long look at Jordan Love and sit Rodgers key considering had they won yesterday, a different situation, very unlikely to make the playoffs at this point. I mean, I'm so tired of talking about Jordan Love. We've been talking about Jordan Love, what, four years now? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, if Aaron Rodgers can play, I'm playing Aaron Rodgers until we're mathematically eliminated, and then I may uh, get into playing him sparingly in a quarter and then giving way to Jordan Love. Like, you know, let's say, for instance, they get bounced next week against – let's say, for instance, they they lose somewhere along the lines – against the Vikings, because I don't think they're going to lose to the Bears or the Rams. I mean, the Rams can't even field enough bodies on their team the way that they've been this year. Let's say they lose to the Dolphins. Now, week 16, now I say, okay, Aaron, you're going to play a quarter against the Vikings, and and Jordan, you'll play the rest of the game, and then Jordan, you'll start week 18 against the Lions. That's kind of how I'll handle it, I think. Here's my concern about it. And I'm just speaking from my perspective as a fan. I've heard Green Bay Packer fans say the same thing. Aren't you tired of walking on eggshells all the time? Like, is he going to ask for a trade? Is he going to retire? Like, what is he really thinking as it relates to the franchise? You know, and then you even get into this, this scenario, Max and Key, where it's like, if I don't play him, is he going to get angry? Is that going to be the thing that kind of – and after a while, like, what have you drafted Jordan Love for? Like, I get that that was the wrong move. But it's the move that you decided to make. So if you're not sure about what the future holds for Aaron Rodgers, and if you have one, two, three, four, five, ga- six games left, why wouldn't you play your young asset to see can we, what it is? Can we see that schedule again, guys? Let's put the schedule back up on the screen. Here's, Bears, Rams. Yeah, here's why. Here's why. I don't see if Rodgers is playing, especially with Christian Watson coming alive the last several weeks, I don't see a single unwinnable game here. They should beat the Bears. They should beat the Rams. The Dolphins is, are favored. They'll be heavily favored. But the Packers could beat the Dolphins. I don't look at the Dolphins as some unbeatable team. They're very good. They're explosive, but you can get them. The Vikings have been overachievers this year to me. And the Lions. Like, the Lions, like, they could mess around, win four, and then and lose to Detroit at home. Like, they're that kind. But, but like, the point is... If there was if there was this, uh, a schedule like what the Dolphins are facing the end of the season, I'd be like, all right, it. come on. But I don't know. Key, I look at that schedule. I don't see, like, it's over for them. If Rodgers is playing, they could win. Maybe I'm being delusional, right? But I feel like they could run it. They could run the table if, being, they, if they got a few breaks. Being, you're not being delusional. I just said they, they could probably – they're going to beat the Bears, I'm assuming. And he owns the Bears. And then when you look at the Rams, the Rams doesn't even have they don't even have enough bodies yeah. right. to field. So it comes down to Miami and Minnesota. And then Miami, because my Polynesian brethren doesn't want me talking negative about Tua and the Dolphins. So I'm gonna say that they probably lose to, lose to the Dolphins. And so at that point, I'm probably more inclined to start Rodgers against the Vikings and pull him because we'll be probably out of the playoff race at that point and then play Jordan Love, and then let Jordan Love start the last game against the Lions. Carl in New Orleans. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Good 
morning, guys. Look, I guess reality set in over that break that she stole my thunder. But, man, stop tripping. This is love for you. As soon as he said... As soon as he said you stole his thunder key, you had his mic cut. Oh, that's what, what messed up, What do you mean Pete? by that? What do you mean? Because I said the fourth year for love? Fourth year for yeah, love, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, like, words, come yeah. on, though. I'm yeah, serious, yeah. though. Yeah. This whole, we need to see, we need to see. He's been there four years. <laughs> been in the league a decade <laughs> already. <laughs> They've seen something. I mean, like, geez. You had to have <laughs> seen something in the playoffs that made you say, I mean, in the in the preseason that made you say something. But, but Keith, nice throw yesterday, The question is, what's your plan if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to retire? I'm a What's Jordan your plan Love. if he wants to? I want to be traded. Well, that's the thing, man. I when got they, Jordan Love. When they drafted well, Aaron Rodgers, I, I know, but so like this whole rep thing, like seeing him out there with Christian Watson, and the, like, does that deserve some reps? Yeah. If that is your plan moving forward, like I didn't say it would be my plan. I'm but just looking at what Green Bay has done in their draft selections. It's only a plan if they're mathematically eliminated to a point where they don't get back in it. Like yeah. I understand they're out of it in most people's eyes, right? But the NFC, you know, you, 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 these teams are not, like, running away with anything. I mean, just think about the NFC South for a minute. We don't know who's going to win that division. Hell, Carolina might all of a sudden win the division out of nowhere. Home with Tampa all day there, but I, <laughs> I understand mean, what course. you mean. <laughs> right. Glenn, Glenn in Tennessee, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. What's hey, up, man? I, I, you guys make my ride to work awesome. I just want to say thank you for that. But, hey, Jordan Love, my man, you got set up. You got drafted to a team that don't want to play you. But, hey, man, you got to play Aaron Rodgers till, till he can't play no more. He gets paid way, way, way too much money to be sitting on the bench watching, mathematical eliminator or not. You don't sit your highest paid player just because. Sorry, Jordan Love. You might never see the field. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear that. I hear that. But you always want to do what's in the best interest of your franchise, right? So, it, so it, like, even if you're paying Rodgers all that money, at a certain point, you're not going to make the playoffs. You want to write it off and as a loss, basically, and just you know see what you got. And by the way, when Rodgers was a kid or you know, a young player, they let Favre out the building because they're like, oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. They obviously don't feel that way about Jordan Love. Different, though, Coach. It's Why? different because Brett Favre was playing games for about four to five yeah. years, and they just got tired. So of maybe it. the same thing will happen here, Key, because Rodgers has been playing games for a bunch of years now. No, I'm now, saying right? maybe, maybe yeah. that will happen. Yeah, I see what yeah, you're maybe saying. Maybe it yeah. will happen. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that they looked at Aaron Rodgers and was like, oh, my God, he's going to be better than Brett Favre, and we're going to win a Super Bowl in two years, and we're, mm-hmm. he's going to win four MVPs. There's no way they can forecast that. They just got tired of Brett Favre monkeying around with them. Yeah, and now Roger's doing the same thing. Maybe they'll get tired, as you said, Key. Maybe I'm just speaking from a point where it's too early in the history of it all to really make that comparison, and maybe it plays out the same way. Jordan Love did make one. He got in that game and, and looked pretty good for a minute, um, I thought. <laughs> I thought no, he, I knew that would happen. No a couple, no, he, he, couple good he downs. Made like, yeah, I mean, he yeah, made a nice good. little throw or two. But, yeah. you know, over the course of a game, a full game, let's see, we'll how, see. It look. see how it looks. We'll look, see. man, he hasn't looked horrible to me when he's had to play. Right. People want to make it seem like he looks horrible and this. I'm like, nah, man, he looks okay. You got to let him play. So, you got to let him play. Guys, it is now 10 past the hour. And as you know, here on KJM, during the 10K a day giveaway, KJM, 10K a day giveaway. We're giving away $10,000 every single day through the end of the show, December 7th. Every hour, someone wins $2,500. We've given away over $100,000 so far. Over 100000 
to over, I, I realize, it's over 40 people that we've given it away to. Anyway, the point is, it's time for the winning word. KJ and Max, 10K giveaway. And the winning word of the hour is future. F-U-T-U-R-E. Text it to 777-000 for your chance future. to win. Hmm. We'll do it every hmm. weekday from now until the end of the show on December 7th. The winning word again is future. Text it to 777 You might win 2500 bucks. A bunch it, of people already have. Mask is off. Is it future because of the Broncos? Or oh, jeez. Jeez. Short and Life lovely. is good, man. Yeesh. I'm just trying to figure it out. Because no we life. use the word future. Are we talking about the future of the quarterback in Green Bay? Or are we talking about the future of the quarterback in Bronco land? Or yeah, well, if we're talking about giving away head, money, Jeff? maybe we are talking about the Broncos. Are we sure the Bucks are going to win the <laughs> NFC South? Key brought it up minutes ago. Key's observations are next. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Key observations here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Key's observations are brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. Key, what you got? 
Well, it got a little observations, right? I got five of them from this weekend's games, and it's going to be interesting. So hit it, Yates. Number one. Number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're like they're playing games. And what I mean by playing games is they act like they don't want to win the damn division. <laughs> act like you want to win this division so you can get into the playoffs and make a strong run to get back to the Super Bowl before Tom Brady retires on your ass. Stop messing around, <laughs> monkeying around, and losing football games of teams like Cleveland while you got the Atlanta Falcons sitting in the rear view, you got the New Orleans Saints in the rear view, and you got the Carolina Panthers feeling like, hey, we might be able to do something here. Number two. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. And that game obviously was on Thanksgiving Day, but it was part of the weekend as far as I'm concerned. It's the real deal, holy field, Max. When you talk about a team that took care of your New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys and Michael Parsons and Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard, and they may be getting OBJ, it sounds like. In the end, this is a real team, man. This team is probably going to head to this. It's going to be between them in the Philadelphia Eagles playing in the big toaster representing the NFC. Number three. Number three. What did go wrong could go wrong this year for the Los Angeles Rams. They're completely decimated. I mean, injury after injury after injury. Now they're talking about Matthew Stafford may not be seen the rest of the season based on the concussion protocol and the way he's feeling. They lose Cooper Cup. And now, all of a sudden, the high-priced free agent wide receiver and Allen Robinson, gone. The only thing they got left is Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, and that is not enough to compete in the National Football League. And Sean McVay, you talk about weather and a guy looking old and tired. Sean McVay went from People Magazine front cover poster child to a guy who looks like he's 85 years old under the stress that he has right now with the Los Angeles Rams. Number four. Number five, the four, better yet. Number four, we can't know, right? We can, I got the Max syndrome going. We talk <laughs> about Jalen Hurts and Tua in the MVP conversation. The way I looked at this football game last night, Jalen Hurts did the nice recipe. Less than 30 attempts, close to 200 yards, couple touchdowns, put another one on the ground and 157 yards in rushing. When you talk about this type of player, he's a serious MVP candidate to push Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, like serious. Like, Tua's right there, but for some reason I feel like because of the record and where Philadelphia is going to end up, people are falling in love with Jalen Hurts right now. Number five. Number five, Cliff Kingsbury. Well, Cliff Kingsbury will be burying himself real soon in Arizona because they can't figure out how to get a win. No matter what, Kyler Murray's playing exciting football, doing his deal. Cliff Kingsbury looks like he's in over his head coaching the National Football League. I know he went to the playoffs, and I know you can say injuries or whatever you want to call it to cover it up and mask it. He is in over his head in Arizona, and I don't know if it's the stress of hearing the noise coming down the stretch. Is Sean Payton going golfing in Arizona? Is there a sighting in Sean Payton? All of those sort of things because certainly they could have won that football game going away. They wind up surrendering and allowing the Chargers to get back in it and losing on a two-point conversion at the end of the game. Cliff Kingsburyed. I mean, even yeah, your quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> Cliff Kingsburyed your quarterbacks there after the game going uh, schematically. Were, Four and yeah. eight on the year. Oy. Four and eight. Yeah. Can he, he talk about Cliff being on the hot seat, which he is. And I, I once again, that was a Sean Payton ball yesterday between the Chargers and the Cardinals. 
And I think a lot of Cardinal fans, when you look online, you saw that Sean Payton was trending because everybody's like, well, Kyler played as well as he could play. We're just missing the coach. That's all we're missing. But speaking of another coach in the hot seat, it feels like it's time for Nathaniel Hackett to go. Now, Already. It, it, it's it, key. They've lost their seven or eight games. There was a stat out there. They've averaged barely 18 points per game. 18 points. Just 18 points. Their record would be 9-1. and one. You know, 9-1. and I, one. It, you know, Jay, it wasn't worth my time to even put Nathaniel Hackett on the hot seat. I mean, not on the hot seat, but on the observations because it's obvious, right? Yeah. It's an obvious, obvious observation to the point where Russell Wilson and the defensive lineman are arguing with one another. Well, he wasn't. Russell Wilson didn't say a word. He kind of looked spooked to me. But in the end, there was a small little confrontation between two teammates on the sideline because it wasn't going well. And you could see the frustration starting to build up in Denver based on the way the Broncos have been playing. Well, look at that, Keith. So the Broncos rank last in the NFL, averaging 14.3 points per game. So the defensive player, Mike Purcell, came over yelling at Russ because in this game he only scored one TD. He had 10 points. So when your defense is key, your defense is number I've been, one. I've been in, there, man. In the league, I, in I've red zone there. defense. Man, and I've your offense there. is number 31 in red zone offense. You look at the quarterback and you say – what happened to six months ago? This team being a quarterback away. Think of the I, think of the irony that what they need to do is the formula the key always bangs the drum about, right? Like they, they're capable of playing the way Seattle's playing, right? They're capable of not dropping back so much, running the ball, having Russell Wilson make plays when they need, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Key, it was working for Russell Wilson. He wanted something different. Careful what you wish for, right? I mean, he's getting what he asked for. Yeah, but but here here's what I would say, and I go all the way back to the springtime when we had Mark Slayer stink on our show, and he said that the Denver Broncos were not a Aaron Rodgers away. Remember that yeah. from going to yeah. the playoffs, yeah. and yep. they're not a the Super playoffs. Bowl, but just to the playoffs. That means they couldn't even be the seventh seed with Aaron Rodgers, and he said it because he's on the ground in Denver, and he came on our show and said it, and I've been repeating it the entire but, time. And at the end of the day, people laugh when I said that the Seattle Seahawks feel like, oh, it's so interesting because I got a, I got a text a couple days ago about Geno Smith from somebody in the Seattle Seahawks front office, and he just said, wow, Geno. And, 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 that, and he couldn't believe the way Geno Smith was playing. Nobody could believe that. But Pete Carroll saw it and said, you know what, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on from Russell Wilson. I'm going to give him his wish and let him yeah. go get his money because we don't think he's a $200-plus million quarterback for what we want to do. And now they're sitting in a, in a pretty good spot to win that division in the NFC. Max, all I'm going to say is we talked about Sam Darnold a ton a couple years ago with the Jets, right? And then going to, the, you know, going to North Carolina, playing a couple of games of CMC, not panning out, being benched for Baker Mayfield, winning the starting position. He played his first game yesterday. First game of this year, and they beat Russell Wilson. Well, here that that leads to the question, guys. <laughs> First game, Key. That hey, man, leads you to the question. Leave my Trojan alone. No, no, I'm just saying. Is it possible? Is there any scenario by which Key Jay? Is there any universe in which the Broncos move on, not just from Nathaniel Hackett, but from Russell Wilson? After no. this season, it's impossible. They're no. too, they're buried too, too deep with the money, too right? Money. Well, it's the money, the draft picks they gave up to get. Like wh- nobody, no. First of all, nobody's giving them what they gave up to get Russell Wilson back in return. Of course, and nobody's going to take on Russell Wilson's salary 
based on the way he played this year. So who's giving up two ones and some po- – no, it's not going to happen. So, no, that's, that defeats the purpose. If they move on from Nathaniel Hackett, that may be the best situation for him. And then you can probably pull the reins back on Russell Wilson from having, you know, as much say, I guess, in the offense and what yeah. they do as he does. You know what they need? They need to hire Pete Carroll. <laughs> they need a guy who knows how to use Russell Wilson. He was just in the situation. Like, the grass is not always you, greener. You, you know somebody, uh, and this is no joke, and he may never want to coach again, but you know somebody that I would hire, seriously? Huh? I'd hire Rex Ryan. Mm. You know why? They because they play it's that all style about football. The, it's that, that it's all that style foot. And I'm just I don't want to take Rex away from us here at ESPN because he obviously does a tremendous job. But that's the type of guy that I would look at and go, you know what? I'm gonna give him a bite at the apple again. This time he got a pretty decent quarterback that could be, as long as he hires the right offensive staff. You know what his recipe is. He's gonna want to run the football. He doesn't care about the quarterback dropping back 40 times. That's just my, you know, yeah. proof of he, thought. When it's all said and done, the Broncos are going to have a better record last year than they did this year. Think about that. Ten points, third straight game, fewer than 20 points. It's the longest streak this season. It's the third time this season. So tied for the longest. They've th- three times gone three so, games with under 20 points. So, Jay, you, you, what was the conversation like when you guys flew over to London a couple of week, <laughs> months ago? Yeah. What was that like? Uh, who flew to London with who? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. With whom, Jay? It's in the data thank you case. For the, you thank you for the correction. Max. Who's having a better season? You guys are finally season. reading yes, what better you. now. Oh, he, there he is. He's back. He's back from vacation. <laughs> All right. Who's having a better season? Jalen Hurts or Tua Tungavailoa? We're going to get into that. Monday morning, Dan Orlovsky. Keyshawn, uh, Jay Willemax. Playing future. ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know why we're playing future, Max? Ooh. Of course I know why, why we're playing future. Because the winning word, Jay, this hour Boom. is future. F-U-T-U-R-E. You texted triple seven triple zero. You might win $2,500. Over 40 different people have won $2,500 We've given away over $100,000 during the KJM 10K a day giveaway, 2500 an hour, 10 minutes after every hour. We give you the winning word. You text it to 777-000, and you're entered for your chance to win. And we are joined now by ESPN football analyst. You didn't come. You didn't dap anybody up. You just he has right one, actual, one actual meal a day, and it's a salad. Isn't that true, uh, Dan Orlovsky? Well, no dressing. Some days. Some, I had uh, dinner last night. What light did you have for dinner? Light vinaigrette. Uh, I love vinaigrette. Yes. Um, oh. My wife makes this dish uh, that she calls chicken cheesy rice. It's um, mm. she takes chicken, cubes it, and then sautes it in like uh, powdered or dry Italian seasoning. Mm-hmm. And then she takes brown rice and cooks the brown rice in like chicken stock, right. um, a little cream of chicken soup, okay. and then she mixes the chicken and the rice together, melts some cheddar cheese in it, kind of mixes it all to, like a casserole. And you oh, could do okay. it with the cheese because you only eat that one meal a day. Yeah, and it's yeah. light cheddar cheese, so. Okay. Even when he indulges, it's brown rice, it's low-fat cheese. He's ready. He's it's game ready. D- Daniel. I mean, dude, I got I to gotta live on this planet for hopefully 90-plus years. You get given you one think thing, Max, Max thinks about that? Look at him. You get given one thing, a body. <laughs> it's not treated like trash, guy. Well, it's a little how, late how for that for me, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> Max, you want to order that breakfast burrito again today? Uh, come on, man. I'm eating low-sugar cereal, like not even real cereal. Well, the cereal is it's as not, waste those, of a calorie not, as you It's can not have. cereal. It's, low, it's uh, 13 grams of protein, no grams of sugar. What's cereal? the cereal? The, I don't uh, want to give him a yeah, free He doesn't want to get it. Is it from California? Maybe. Yeah. Hey, come on, man. Kale cereal. What? What? What do you mean it's from California? 
you know what that means, Key. Come on. It's the same reason that certain players you think would do well in, in, in L.A. or California. Yo, Key, how good, with the is, kale how, how good the, is the quarterback from USC, man? Caleb Williams right now. Oh, here. my He said God. the Key last year. I was like, yo, he, y'all can Caleb Williams. This game's over. He's number He's, one Pretty good. I mean, you know, obviously I went to the game. I saw him up close in person. You um, got to pay for a ticket? Did I do what? Pay for your ticket? Oh, you didn't see Key on the sidelines? Nah. Oh, I would hate to say this to you, Dan, like I'm going to say it anyway. Coach. Dan, I am the damn ticket. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what a lie. I am the ticket. Uh, I love him. I love him. He's, this, this kid's no, the he's special. He's special. Hey, uh, Dan, he is special. Yeah. He, God, he some magical stuff. And if he doesn't win the Heisman, that's a crying shame. No, I understand C.J. Stroud yeah, and all Boston. that. But Here's Key. You're, you're watching on ESPN. the Heisman guy. There's Key. Was Key. It, it was, in his, it was in his USC jacket. It was shiny out there, huh? His face is life. No, man, I was like sweating. Like his passport. His life is proof. <laughs> you know? Uh, the coconut, co- cocoa butter, man, beforehand. The sweat. cocoa butter sweat. So Will I Am. Will I, Will I, I am? am? Yeah. Dan. You know. Oh, there he is. Look at that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fun trip, uh, Dan. I had, a, I had an opportunity to take my kids, my family. It's we awesome, all just kind of. Hung out and you know, little tequila, hanging out. It was it was it was good though. We good we you. we're back. That's all I can tell you. Dan, we've been talking back. about it this morning though. Would you consider? Look, the fact is, it's convenient in a way. Like Aaron Rodgers got the rib injury. If they win that game, maybe it's different because they don't have the toughest schedule coming up. But they lost the game. At some point, you got to find out about Jordan Love. Yeah, they're in a tough spot, Green Bay. Max. What do you do? I don't know if I know the answer to that, you know, candidly, because I, 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 I don't think it's as easy as, and you guys know me, I love being convicted about the things I say. I said the same so, thing earlier in the show, Dan. You know, it's one, season's over, and it's kind of been over, but one, yeah. season's over. Two, now you have your veteran quarterback who you're paying a ton of money to who has been beat up all year and is hurt again, and he's played poorly. So if you're Green Bay, what do you attribute the poor play to? Do you think he can't play anymore? Or do you think it's because of all the injuries, specifically the thumb? And then the transition. Or the young receivers, Dan, who are coming on now. Now sure. they make it, it makes it tougher because here's Christian Watson sure. playing better. Or do you go, we got a quarterback who's in his third year that we took in the first round that we don't know anything about. And do we want to figure out, do we know anything about him going into his fourth year? You know, and that, like, here's the reality, though. You can make the wrong choice here. Because if you sit there, if you're Green Bay and go, we don't think Aaron Rodgers can play anymore. We're gonna, it's convenient now. We got the chance to sit him down. It's Jordan Love's team for the future. What do we do? What happens if Jordan Love can't play? What happens if Aaron Jones isn't done? What happens if he's still a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback, which I believe he is? Okay. Me too. And then if you guess wrong and go, well, you know what? We think he's played poorly because the injuries, and you know you continue to play him or whatnot, and and you don't figure out what Jordan Love is, and you go into next year. And it's like, well, oh, no, Aaron can't play anymore. My goodness, we've taken – so that's why it's a tough and situation. And there are no right unwinnable now. games on the schedule. They're t- they have a game no, at Max, Miami Max, that's defense. not unwinnable. What? They, it's not unwinnable. Max, they, they should – there are stinks. wilder outcomes in the NFL than a team like Green no. Bay beating a team like Miami Dan, all the time. My, the, the thing that I would do, Dan, yeah. is I'd play him in the Chicago game, in the Ram game, if he can play, if his ribs aren't cooked. I'd play him, right? And let's just assume they get past Chicago, they get past the Rams, because the Rams, don't even, they don't even have enough players to put out the field. And then they lose to the Dolphins, and they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Then I'd start him against the Vikings, and then I'd pull him, and I'd let Jordan Love go at least three quarters in the Viking game and then take the entire Lions game. Yeah, 
I, I get that we're all holding on for the playoff hopes. Everybody, you guys is all watch the time. it. They just got they had, look horrible. They have no, I'm 40 just saying, Their defense know, stinks in Green Bay. I know, but stop the run last night. They can't for sure. stop the run at all yeah. ever. They're, so I get your point, Key. I just I think that they're, the way that they look at their season or and, and or what is left of it. You can, it, you know how hard it is to go into the fourth year of a quarterback on a rookie deal and not really know what he is. You know, Jordan Love. Here's my thing. It was easy for him to go in last night and play relatively well and aggressive because you're down two scores and, oh, we'll see what happens type of thing. So they have no idea what they have with him. And but what are you going to learn What are you gonna learn from at uh, least, about him this time but, that you don't already know in three years that he's been But then you get, you get a body of work. My thing is you get a body of work that you can games. say, okay, look, yeah. like here's what the body of work is. Here's what it looks like. Are there any suitors, or have we learned enough that he is the guy moving yeah. forward? And, and the next level to that, Jay, is this. Are there any suitors for Jordan Love, which I would ima- I don't know because they didn't have any this past year because he has no play tape, or exactly. really. So maybe this gives them some tape out there that teams would want to go get him. Or, but then the reality is, and I don't know this, and i got to dive into it, what are the ramifications contract-wise with Aaron? Because what happens if you play him – and he plays really well, and you go five and one or four and two in your last six, and then it's like, well, do we have any reason to move on or, or, or any uh, re- realistic opportunity to move on from Aaron? Do other teams want to trade for Aaron? What are the contract ramifications? Mm-hmm. Like th- that's what I'm saying. This is not as easy as just sit him or just play him. Okay. It, it, there's a lot I, of I, tentacles attached to this one. I, I get it. So now we got rid of Aaron Rodgers. We got rid of Jordan Love situation. We're done talking about that. What the hell are the Jets going to do now with Zach Wilson? There's no White? shot. No shot you go back to Zach Wilson. Mike White's a better quarterback. <laughs> but I've been saying that, and everybody looked at me like I had frogs on my face because I heard about it in the springtime from people that's in the building. Mike White is a better quarterback. Now, Zach Wilson is more talented. That's not up for debate. But just watch. Is it shocking, Key, that all of a sudden Garrett Wilson got the ball thrown to him? Or no. all of a sudden Elijah Moore got the ball thrown to him? Just no. watch how the offense operates and how quickly the ball comes out of the quarterback's hands. There's no shot you go back to Zach Wilson. Dude, you're 7-4, and four, and here's the reality. As long as Mike White plays like an adult and plays professional quarterback, not even great. Just play good. The Jets can beat anybody because they're defense. They can beat right, anybody. They just need an average quarterback. They just need don't, – don't give the game away. A just starting quarterback football. in the NFL. 100%. Yeah. You can't go back to Zach Wilson. Woo! Some – Dan Arlowski, Monday morning hot topics. Thank you, Dan, as always. ESPN football analyst extraordinaire, Dan Arlowski. I'll see you Wednesday, Skinny. All right, homie. How should the Bears handle Justin (laughs) Fields' injury moving forward this season? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Play that, Yates. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. However this album hits you, it's one of the best ever made, top to bottom. Yeah, you just have to just, just you know, acknowledge it. Listen, on the ESPN app, you uh, click more on the lower right-hand corner, scroll down to live radio. You can find us right there. Key J, Justin Fields really is good. dealing with a separated left shoulder. That's his non-throwing shoulder, obviously, and partially torn ligaments. He was inactive for Sunday's game at the New York Jets. Last week... He said it's, quote, basically an AC joint injury after he landed out of bounds on his left non-throwing shoulder after being tackled on the Bears' final drive in a loss to the Falcons in Week 11. So here's the question. It's straightforward. Jay, how should they deal with this injury? I mean, you, you take it one game at a time. You see how he feels. I, I look, how he feels. Look, fields on fields. Um, I, I think Justin Fields' competitive style will inevitably get him back on the field. Do you – and he wants to play. And he's never struck me key as a guy that would just be like, you know, don't play me because I'm worried about my safety if I feel like I can go. But it is getting to that point, though, where as you look at the last couple of games of the season, that is it in his best interest, in the team's best interest, to have him sit, to keep him protected? Maybe so, but I just don't see it happening. What do yeah, you think, I, I, uh, I've changed my thoughts on this since last week completely and this morning. He shouldn't play. He, he shouldn't play at all. Don't even. It, it, when you got separated shoulders and torn ligaments and stuff like that, it's no point. You're not going anywhere. All right? Go ahead and roll Trevor Simeon out there and let him be the pinata. Let him take the a beat, and that's what he's there for. Take the beat, man. They're paying you whatever they're paying you to just be the pinata, and I think that that's what they need to do to protect Fields from hurting it even worse than what it already is. Yeah, Key, earlier in the show I said, I don't know, it's a tough one, because, but you're right. When you brought up this point earlier, <clears throat> it immediately changed the way I thought about it. The offensive line is non-existence. Like, you know, and this has been this way for several years in Chicago. When you have a bad O-line and a very valuable commodity under center or behind that O-line, mm, and he's dealing with, with an injury, as you said, ligaments, that kind yeah. of stuff. Eee, you leave it alone. I mean, his mobility helps him, but it also you can put him one in more danger. Game? I mean, like, yeah, on, you right. don't win one What's more game, really two more games, it's not worth it. He's yeah. the future of the Chicago Bears. They finally got one. Like, he is my mini version, even though I know Max is going to say this. Well, he's bigger than Jalen Hurts. Junior He's version. my mini version of Jalen Hurts, meaning his style of play. When you go get him an A.J. Brown and you go get him a – uh, 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 Devontae Smith and uh, uh, Miles Sanders at the backfield. You go get him some stuff, he's going to be all right. Yeah, by the way, did I see this right? A.J. Brown was so sick 
that um, last night he had a whole bloodshot eye because he was popped the blood vessel yakking. Because I was watching AJ Brown, it's like he doesn't look like he normally does last night watching him play. And there were a couple plays where I was like, that's not AJ Brownish. But he's so tough, he's gunning it out under very bad circumstances. Right. Key, they got him A.J. Brown. Yeah. And they drafted him. They drafted him uh, 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 Smith. Smith. And, yeah. like, they put, they put behind a great offensive line. They, they put him in an ideal situation. And even as you were complaining, why are people talking about they might draft another guy? But they weren't behaving as a franchise like they were going to draft another guy. They went all in on Jalen Hurts. They drafted him up high in the second round. Even though they had Wentz, they made him the starter. They said unquestioned, he's the starter. They built around him. They, they pushed all their chips to the middle of the table. Here is the team. Now, of course, if it doesn't work out, you draft another guy. That goes for any team. But that's the way you develop a quarterback, and it couldn't be working out any better. It couldn't be. And I think this will, this, the same thing will happen for the Chicago Bears in what they could potentially do with Justin Fields. Now, remember. They're going to draft another receiver. They went out and traded for uh, Chase Claypool, which to me is a, you know, he's a third guy, maybe a two, depending on who's your one. And then in the end, there's going to be a, a number of solid veterans that are going to become available because their salary cap numbers are going to be high, but they still can play at a large level. Like shocking veterans that you wouldn't even think of. You'd be like, they did what? Because of certain situations with money. So they're going to have their opportunity, Jay, to, to, to pick some receivers to surround this young man with in Chicago. I mean, you really think about the cap space that Ryan Poles has been able to create, um, how he's handled certain players leaving the team and getting them traded because they wanted to win championships, putting them in the position he has. This is the most important offseason. Maybe you can make a case in Chicago Bears franchise history. And they got to get the O-line right. Like, even look at the Giants. When did Daniel Jones start looking? Oh, new coaching staff and everything. They got Andrew Thomas, the left tackle, solidified. Then they draft Neal. Then they signed some veterans, as you said, key low-cost veterans who, could, who knew what they were doing, yeah, how to handle themselves play. in the interior. Now, when did the Giants just look different again? The O-line got hurt just in the last couple of weeks. And the Giants like, uh-oh, that doesn't look right. Like, the Bears have to address that for Justin Fields. they got to address that. Uh, you know, the, the, the alpha receiver think, and that. I'm trying to think on their own team. I think the only person I can think of on their own team right now that may be due for payday is Jalen Johnson, mm-hmm. the corner. Other than that, I don't think there's guys that they have to address on their own team that they would probably keep as a foundational piece that they would have to pay money to. And they I'll dra- tell you, Keith, I, I, would, I would love to see – the Bears draft your boy from USC, Jordan Addison, man. Right. Like, I, I would love to see a move like that for Justin Fields, just the kind of weapon it would give him as a Yeah, oh, no, they, Jordan oh. Addison, Jordan Addison, I was watching him, Jay, you know, up close in person yeah. again. You talk about a dude can go from zero to 60 like a Ferrari, man. That dude was a do 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 you know, and, and, and he's a really good receiver, polished route runner. Um, played in the cold weather and pit from the D.C. Maryland area, so the weather won't be a problem going to Soldier Field and playing. That you know, because when you think about receivers and quarterbacks, you got to think that when you draft them. Like, mm-hmm. what will the environment be like? Can they handle it? And similarities between the way Caleb Williams plays, you know, and Justin Fields, it, 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 it's it's fascinating. Yeah, no, it's it fascinating. is. It, it it truly is. And then you go get you a veteran guy. Yep. Maybe there's a. Maybe there's a Keenan Allen in your sights if the San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers decide to 
part ways with him because of salary cap numbers. Or there's other guys that will be – maybe DeAndre Hopkins will be on the move because Arizona decides to do something different. Like I said, there's going to be some veteran guys that become available. And you draft a guy, put him with a veteran guy. You already got Chase Claypool. You put a tight end around him. You get a nice running back. You shore up that offensive line. Now you off and running. And, and your good buddy Ryan Poles, key. My good friend. Really good you know, friend. Like, look, the the def- defenses age out quick every four to five years. There's turnover, right? So what did they do? They got they traded some good defensive players because the off it's not the team's not ready yet for draft capital. What are you going to waste the defensive primes of these guys? And now with that draft capital, they can protect Justin Fields, they can get him weapons, and then build back up the defense and hopefully and, and, and do where it they the gonna right pick way. At, I think they're going to pick high too, so Jordan yeah. Addison will hey, certainly be there for him. Is it now Mike's jo- White's job to lose in New York? We're going to get into that. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live. Everywhere you are, download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.